Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome back to the 750. I am your ORG Ochoa. He is your 75, two time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, and strong as ever, thanks to his physical therapy, according to his Instagram story. The one and only Tony Casillas. DC, what up? I'm doing good. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, look, I just think everybody wants to know what I'm doing and I want to share all my <laughs> everyday life. So I just think everybody needs to know. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I'm not saying you say shouldn't that, share. I say that sarcastically and uh, kind of tongue-in-cheek. But uh, you know what? Here's the thing about that, RJ, is that I am just and, – and I, I we haven't talked. I think it's been two weeks since I had the procedure. It's been two – it was two weeks yesterday. And um, I am just blown away uh, how I feel. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, obviously as you get into a certain part of your life and you're a former football player, play for a long time, and you have to have this done. I mean, you're kind of reluctant and you're – you have a lot of anxiety about it, but I just, I just feel like it's brilliant. It's made my, there's no pain in my left knee. And, you know, I couldn't say that the last six years. So I, I just think that people should know that. And I mean, look, if you're going through what I went through, then more power to you to go ahead and go out there and do something about it because it is amazing. Uh, two weeks into it, how far I've gone. Sure. Uh, again, judging by the physical therapy, you look strong, look uh, look like you're on track. Uh, this is the same procedure that Charles Haley had, right, when we talked about yeah. it. But he, he had both knees, so you had one. Um, so imagine going through what you're going through, but just twice over. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, this that is like be- the old man 7-5 version today because, you know, you're in your prime. When are you even close to 30 yet? You're getting close. You know, it's in a crosshair. So, uh, you know, Charles had both of his done. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember if I told you this or not, but right before my my surgery, I told I, I text Charles said, man, I'm having having second thoughts. You know, my knee actually feels good. And he goes, dude, don't even have second thoughts. My life has changed for the best. I mean, there's nothing like it. And he had both of them done. So mm-hmm. uh, for once, Charles was right about something. So I <laughs> processed <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Thank you well, for the encouragement. Well, and, I'm glad. Uh, it done. I, they kind of yeah. just took me over the threshold. Well, glad um, you're doing well. Um, it's a rainy day in Texas yeah. uh, here on Tuesday. Uh, rain in the forecast all week long. Uh, so um, maybe Jamal Adams won't be out and about in his Jeep as much. Uh, let's start there. Let, let's just um, – What I, I mean, I guess – are you are you buying this? Or, or not that you're buying it, but are you buying that this is possible? Everybody's buying that Jamal wants to be a Dallas Cowboy, but do you think this is legitimately possible, or are you just are you of of the perspective? Hey, man, you know Jamal can want what he wants, but this is probably not going to happen. But RJ, isn't anything possible? That's I mean, true. I, I think there's reality to it, and there's you know let's uh, unrealistic unreal, uh, approach to it, and. I, I think it's the vogueness of him going out there and just or being kind of going rogue and just uh, 
saying, look, I went out of New York because of just the, some of the decisions they made since 2017. He's from mm -hmm. this market. He's from the Dallas area. Uh, so he wants to be a cowboy. But it's not a conventional way you do things. I think that there's there's an outcry. I mean, you can go on social media and, and look, I think it's great for us and great for social media because I love, by the way, I'm blogging the boys, posted a video of him like pulling up and like, you know, I'm and whatever the he said, he, hey, I'm trying to I'm trying to get out something of that nature. And so there's been so many things that, that have been out there. But uh, the realistic part of it, can the Cowboys afford what the Jets want for Jamal Adams? And I, I mean, I'm to the point where unless he, you know, they raise the, the price of playing poker, I don't think the Cowboys are in the picture because they want too much. And and look, I think now, you know, as we get into it, we talk about, uh, you know, Dak Prescott obviously signing his uh, franchise tag. But, you know, I think it's great to talk about. But right now, I think the Cowboys got other things to worry about than try, trading a first round draft pick, uh, whatever else they want, uh, you know, throwing a couple of bag of potato chips or <laughs> the caviar, whatever that may be. I, I just don't see that being realistic right now. I'm curious because this take has been out there. Um, and and obviously we care more about the Cowboys than anybody, but if you were a player on the Jets, right? Like you were a current teammate with Jamal Adams, would it bother you that that he was, you know, trying to get away like that? Or, or I mean, because we talk all the time and you've said plenty of times that you are never bothered by a guy trying to get his money. True. Everybody wants to see everybody get paid. Not that this is supremely different, but this is, I mean, he wants out of that team and he's over here saying, I will, I'm not down with these changes, et cetera. Would, would that rub you the wrong way? Well, I, I really, I know Jamal Adams, he's a young dude. Uh, you know, he came in the league in 2017. Um, but I, I think the, the way that players try to negotiate or try to get people on their side is through social media, whether sure. I agree with it or not. I, you know, look, I, I think there's a way to just sit down and, you know, with the GM, with the coach and say, look, this is what I want to do. Let's just have a man to man talk. Let's talk about this. And the perception of you being somewhat of a disgruntled and being not a team guy, because I think sometimes that picture gets painted right. of the player. And, and, and look, I, I think when you look at the jets, I mean, I, it's mixing, you know, it's comparing apples and oranges when I was in the, Back in the 90s when I went to New York, I mean, New York was a, is the media capital of the world. And, you, you know, you got Dallas, which you won two Super Bowls. I mean, I mean, there was no comparison to which team I wanted to be. And that was, a, you know, with the Cowboys. But, you know, things changed. But to the point where he is now is that what, is his, what does he think? He thinks that he has a better chance coming to the Cowboys to win a championship. Yeah, I think he's got a pretty good chance. I mean, collectively, they got some players in New York. You look at, mm -hmm. on the other hand. They're kind of built some of the decisions. Le'Veon Bell. I mean, they got a young quarterback. Sure. I mean, look what they did to the Cowboys last year in New York. <laughs> so you got to weigh two different things. But I think ultimately, I think Jamal Adams wants to be a Cowboy because I think he feels somewhat of a comfort level with Dallas. He likes right. the brand because of the star. And I think uh, ultimately, if he if he says what he says, that he'll take he'll be willing to take uh, less money, which I don't believe that. I'm going to have to call his bluff on that. Which player you think will go to someplace and take less money? I understand all that. But I, I just think it, it, at the end of the day, RJ, is when you when you go and like you go to Box Media, SB Nation, for all the great work that you're doing with this brand, blogging the boys, you're not going to send a your broadcast, you know, text message, or you're not going to send something on social media that I want more money, which is totally different. But my point is, is that 
you, I think there's a conventional ways, old school way of doing business. Like, let's sit down and talk about it. So I don't, nothing gets misconstrued. I, I don't want to be painted the bad dude, mm-hmm. but that's not the way young players do business in the branding when it comes to trying to move from one team to another. Well, and I think Jamal is clearly a very confident person. Um, oh, you think and, so? And, well, and and I think like more than more than that, like he's confident. I would say overconfident. Well, I, I think he's he's confident in his brand too. You know what I mean? Like it's not just that he's confident in his skills; he's confident in in a lot of ways. Well, let me um, ask you this. You mentioned- let me ask you this, RJ. I'm not trying to. How many people know about Jamal Adams? I mean, I, I, besides the people that are football people, I mean, not to say that Jamal Adams doesn't have a name, but sure. when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, when people, if he comes to Dallas, and look, I think you kind of you, you, you piggyback on the, the, the Cowboys brand and everything that goes right. along with it. But how many people are going to buy more Jamal? Who's going to buy? Which jerseys are they going to buy? They're going to buy the CeeDee Lamb jerseys or the Dak Prescott or the Jamal Adams. My point is, is that, I think sometimes these guys get a little bit overconfident in their brand and think that I'm bigger than a may, what I may be perceived to be. I think the answer to that is, and I don't know that this is true, but I think this is the perception. I think the perception is that your your average Cowboys fan will buy the CD jersey, the Dak jersey, and the Jamal jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, that's, by the way, that's... my son's already bought the CD Lamb jersey. Way to go! What color did he get? Did he get navy uh, or he got the navy? <laughs> See, I'm I'm more I love the it's white jersey. Man. <laughs> oh, I mean it's beautiful, yeah. but uh, I just I love the I love the home classic white. But um, I and I so I think that's the perception. And mm-hmm. you're right. I mean, it's not like Jamal Adams plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars, this tiny market, whatever. He he's in New York. I mean, exactly. the Jets the Jets are are the Jets, but they are in the media capital of the world. But I will say this. Um, a good measurement for me uh, in terms of like, this is the way I look at it. You are a superstar when you make the Sunday night football intro video. You know oh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, 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 yeah. But the, the video, because in, in the video, like you got even four million if, followers on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, I mean, right. You, you but get a, like you get a following. It, Every week when Carrie Underwood sings the song, even mm-hmm. if like it's Steelers Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, the video has Dak. The video has Odell Beckham Jr. The video has now Pat Mahomes. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's a cast of guys. And so I think let, let's eliminate quarterbacks for a second because quarterbacks are a different thing. It, uh, it, let's just look actually at defensive players. Is Jamal Adams one of the 10 biggest defensive player names in the NFL? I think so. I mean, but but he's he's not bigger than J.J. Watt. Uh, nobody's bigger than J.J. Watt in that regard. I think, I think the Bosa brothers are coming on strong. I think that T.J. Watt's coming on strong. It certainly helps that he plays for a premier franchise in the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think Jalen Ramsey's been a name and now being in L.A., that really helps him. I think Jamal's on that, that cusp, but if Jamal were to be a Dallas Cowboy – that really changes the narrative. And and I think also being part of the fraternity of being a, you know, if, if you're a star defender on the Dallas Cowboys, guys like Tony Casillas, you know, rub elbows with you. That's a real thing though. Like it, like is. Who, who, it, it, it changes your whole, uh, your brand. And, and look, and, and I, I want to, I just want to the point, And I just want to piggyback on what you said about coming to Dallas and, you know, just imploding your brand is that that's what happens here. I mean, I, I think that when you, come to a team like the Cowboys that are on TV all the time or the arguably the, well, they are the, the most valued franchise uh, in all sports. I mean, there's mm-hmm. you throw a soccer team in there, but, uh, but 
the point is, is that once you come to Dallas, you become, and if you're just on the cuffs of, you know, Jamal, the people don't know about Jamal Adams, then you come to Dallas and you're just, your brand blows up because you're getting that, that exposure. Mm-hmm. And I think that any player, and I think for me, it was a little different because, you know, I played on a sorry team. I had no brand. I mean, I was a second player pick and draft, but I mean, this was back in the nineties, but when I came to Dallas and we won those Super Bowls, totally I mean, different. all of a sudden everyone blew up. It yeah. wasn't just the franchise quarterback. It wasn't just the running back, franchise running back. It was everyone. Everyone was able to piggyback off that. And so I understand his theory on wanting to do that, but the reality part of it, can it be done? Right. I also think, I mean, and I know this has been talked about and, you know, this, that, this is why Dak should mm-hmm. take less and blah, blah. But I mean, look at all you guys now. I mean, I, I don't want to speak for you guys, but you're, it's not just your careers. Your lives are so different because of what you were able to achieve and where you were able to achieve it. And so I think Jamal Smart, I mean, it makes sense that everybody wants to be a cowboy, but I don't know that I see this particular instance happening. Yeah. And here's the thing, and your point about, the success and being on championship teams and, you know, as an older dude, I mean, I'm sitting here doing a show with you in the mainstream when we're talking about the 21st century and I played 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know who Tony Casillas is, but they do know the resume. And when it pops up, when you Google someone or, you know, hopefully good things, I mean, the bottom line is that you have the resume. And so, you know, it, it creates a lot more opportunities, but mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's a lot of money now, uh, the branding and everything that goes along with that. But I don't know, RG. I mean, I don't know about, about you, but I think you just you got to quit poking the bear so much. I mean, this <laughs> I, I think we get the pit. We get it. He wants out of New York. Right. M- more so than Earl Thomas Jr. I mean, I-, I thought him going up to Jason Garrett after the game and like tapping on the shoulder and like saying, hey, man, come get me. I thought that was extreme. But I mean, every day there's something on social media about it. And it, I really don't think it's 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 really going to be that much of an impact because it's just the reality of them giving up what they want for you and right. someone paying it. I don't think it's going to happen, Jamal. I don't either. I, I was talking to my dad about this. I think he gets traded. I don't think it'll be to the Cowboys just because, you know, stuff like this doesn't happen. You know what I mean? It's fun to talk about and it's it's an interesting you know conversation to have uh, over Zoom or at the bar or whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? But uh, not right now. But, um, you know, it's, it's, but, okay, so on the but subject. But how about of, his wish list? Oh, oh okay. well, like dude. Dude, trade it to Dallas, his wish list, his Kansas wish City? Yeah, I. Uh, uh, San I'm, Francisco, Seattle, you know, okay. Where do you want to play? Uh, I want to play for any of the good teams. Uh, exactly. Thank you very much. But, um, okay, so Jamal wants to get paid. Dak Prescott still wants to get paid um, in a larger sense, but is going to get paid at the very least $31 million, a little bit over 31. Uh, no big deal, 31.4 for being precise. Dak Prescott signed his franchise tender on Monday. So, Tony, there will be no holdout. Lots of people thought, well, what, what if Dak holds out? What are the Cowboys going to do? Blah, blah, blah. We know that Dak Prescott officially under contract for the 2020 NFL season. The Cowboys still have until July 15th to work out a long-term deal. Um, this this is the question going around. Why would Dak have signed the tender yesterday? Why? Uh, when I when I first saw that, I was, I was really surprised. I'm sure you were, like a lot of other people, that it happened this quick. But yeah, I, maybe the theory or maybe the strategy is I'll sign it now and hopefully I'll get something done before the – Deadline July fifteen actually comes up, and we can still have. So do you, 
So you think it's maybe like a, a show of goodwill, show of good yeah, faith? Yeah, maybe just a little bit. And it's like, look, you know, I'm, I'm already now, regardless if I sign a, a, an extension, if I, you know, beyond the the, the tag, the franchise tag, mm-hmm. he made, he's made $4.9 million in his career. He's if I Let me try to do the math. That's like <laughs> six times more than he's made. Yeah. It would be in one year. So while I think that people, I don't think people – I mean, hell, you can't feel sorry for anyone getting $31 million right now in the, the world we live in now. But certainly I think that that's a fair deal. And I think that maybe it's a goodwill thing on Dak Prescott because I think he wants to be all in. He wants to be around his teammates. He wants to be on board and kind of get this thing rolling, hoping that, yeah, this I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm willing to do this. Mm-hmm. But let's, the next two weeks, let's try to work out a long-term deal. Mm-hmm. I, I I think that that's the explanation that makes the most sense. Um, I saw Brian Broaddus tweeted that, you know, his gut feeling was that Dak wanted to learn the playbook. And so yeah. maybe maybe Dak says, you know, not not that he hasn't been learning the playbook. Nobody take that out of context. But maybe he's, he's figuring, you know what, if I'm going to be doing a lot more work like that, if I'm going to be, you know, in the building in a virtual sense, I want to be under contract. You know what I mean? Like I just, you know, I, w- I want to have all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed and whatnot. Uh, just to make sure everything is sort of copacetic in that regard. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. There, there are people who think he gave up leverage. I don't think so. I mean, no, I, 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 I mean, he was never going to hold out. You know what I mean? That was not going to happen. Um, and so there's a lot of narrative that goes into this, right? There's, there's getting the fans on the team side, getting the fans on the quarterback side. I mean, there are people, Tony, who have called Dak, oh, he's greedy, he's selfish, he wants all the money. I think now it's, it's hard to call him greedy or selfish when, at the very least, he is prepared to play this season on the franchise tag. Well, yeah, and now he's the seventh highest paid quarterback in the National Football League, and that's, you know, that's the average for the salary for a quarterback. So I don't think that I think that that Dak's just a good dude. I I think that he's a business person. He understands it. Uh, You know, to your point about Brian Broaddus, I think that's really, I think, as a quarterback, you want to be connected. You got Mm -hmm. a new coach. I mean, you got $31 million. You're guaranteed 31.5 or whatever it is. I mean, that's a ton of money. So you're guaranteed that before you sign, you know, if there's something done after July 15th. So there's nothing wrong with that. So I don't think anyone's going to say – no one's ever going to say, oh, Dak, man, you could have got more money. Everyone's going to say, oh, you want all that money. But regardless, I, I, I think that hopefully something will get done, where, you know, whether he plays out this year, I mean, whatever it may be. I think it's a good start because I don't think you want your quarterback. And I don't think Dak wanted to go in under, and not have a comfort level under a new coach because, I mean, you can't say that enough. The new system, mm-hmm. especially with all this crazy, the way we're, you know, Businesses being conducted now, and who know, you know, not knowing what you know, the NFL and the training season with all this stuff coming out, all this people, you know, get tested positive for COVID nineteen. I just think it's a good start for him, and I think he felt that way. Feel compelled to just look. Let's get this done, and we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, did you see the photo that he, he posted oh, yeah. I love in it. the cowboy hat? Yeah. Do, yeah, do that, you that, own that's a, classic. Do you own a cowboy hat? Uh. Uh. No. I just don't. I I'll have one, but I never wear it, man, dude. I, I do not. I don't have the head for a cowboy hat. So I tweeted this. Um, it reminded, I can see you with a white Stetson, right? 
I, I don't think I've ever I, look, Tony. I went to Texas A and M University and managed to get through those four years without oh ever God. wearing a, a cowboy. You didn't have a sombrero, man. Come on, I, man. I, I, ne- I never had a cowboy hat or a pair of boots. It was just that was the one part of of Aggie life that I um wow. you know. I, I don't know I just, if I'd say that publicly. I don't know. You may want to edit that out that you didn't have a cowboy hat and you have a, cow, a pair of cowboy boots when you went to A&M. That's just, yeah, it's just my thing. I mean, I, I like regular shoes. I mean, what can I say? Yeah, I've got some nice shoes, you know, I've got some dress shoes and some, some loafers and things like that. But I just, I, I don't like it all the way up on my calves like that. I feel hot. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, not a fan, but, uh, but it reminded me. And I tweeted this of uh, that poster of Troy. You know what I'm talking about where he's like um, in the full like get up oh, yeah. like a sheriff. It yeah. looked just like that. Um, so I was I was thinking like if I was y'all, if I was on the Super Bowl winning Dallas Cowboys team, I would have bought everybody a cowboy hat and we would have had some sort of photo shoot. Y'all never did that. You know, I think I think there may have been a time where maybe Troy maybe gotten his offensive lineman hats, but. I mean, when you wear a size eight and a half, it's hard to find like a big hat. To, but, uh, I, you know, I'm the same way. I had a lot of – boy, I had a lot of cowboy pair, a pair of cowboy boots. I mean, that was, you know, the uh, – the uh, you know, everything that went along wrong, uh, along with it. I mean, I had some bad clothes, but I, I had the ponytail <laughs> boots. And I think I had every Ooh. skin every skin you could buy, exotic skin boots. Oh, like buy. snake skin and crocodile skin, whatever. Skin, just everything, shark skin. Yeah. But the problem was that they were the pointed toes, right? Mm, that'd be painful. Killers, you know, you'd take them and you'd kill a roach in the corner because they're pointed. Now wow. they have the square toe, which is a lot more, you know, mm. practical wearing. Sure. But, and I think actually I gave those ostrich skin boots to my, my son. But he made you look really bad. He went to the University of Texas and he has like three or four pairs of cowboy boots. So. Well, that's okay. Uh, but here, wait, here, so here's my question: You ever go like uh, like two stepping in your in your ostrich skin boots? Uh, a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, I used to go to the honky tonks. Okay, I mean, all I, right. I, I wasn't very good, but I, but I did. I, I had uh, I had my went through my phase of being a cowboy. But the boots, boy, has a bad fashion fashion style back in there. But then, nevertheless, yeah, I mean, I I I, I had to. You didn't have any choice in the nineties. And even now, but certainly back in when all that country music and, you know, line dancing and everything, Cotton Eye Joe, two-stepping. I don't don't think I I don't think I owned the belt buckle, though. I didn't have one of those rodeo belt. Oh, the like satellite dishes or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, because I think don't you have to earn one of those? Don't you actually really got to be a cowboy and actually Oh, uh, like in a like that, like in a contest. I don't know. But there's a lot of drugstore cowboys when we went out. So, you know, hey, look. All I know is Thursday night at Denim and Diamonds. That's the best night to go because you know what? It was ladies' night. Okay. Well, <laughs> can, you know, uh, I'm glad you had a good time. Um, again, hey, you I- know what? By the way, we could have the throwback broadcast in the 750 back in the days. If we okay. can have like this uncensored version and you know, not just kidding. Hey, I mean, they, uh, there's an we explicit, can tell some stories, baby. There's an explicit tag if you want to do that yeah, one day. Absolutely, um, the uncensored version. So that's kind of it in in terms of Cowboys news right now. It's all Jamal Adams, all Dak Prescott, um, and you know we will meet again next week, Tony. But um, do you do you think in, do you think by the time we record next week that Jamal Adams will have been traded? Anywhere. It doesn't have to be to the Dallas. Man, I I don't think so. I think that if he's traded, he's not going to be traded to his wish list, which I think is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's kind of, 
I don't not arrogant, but just like, okay, well, hey, I, I want to be traded to this, these teams. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, yeah, I think everybody else would like to be traded to those <laughs> teams. I mean, no, I don't. I, I think he's going to be a Jet. I, I think he's going to be a Jet this year. Okay. Unless they come down with their asking price. And okay. I don't see that happening. <laughs> I saw, um, by the way, he went and played some golf in Frisco. Jamal Adams did. So um, he's apparently picking up the game, the, the beautiful game. So good for him. Well, it's a great place to live, man. A lot of, and you know this, there's a lot of the players that are obviously from Texas that are from the Dallas area that live here in the offseason. So I don't really read into that. I mean, he's, he's from here. Uh, so look, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have another Jamal Adams spotting sometime. Oh yeah. He'll, I guarantee the one thing I know for sure is he will like something on Instagram between now and the next time that we talk. Um, well, I'll tell so, you, I'll give him this. He's smart. He, he's, he's playing the card. Oh, dude. Getting, yeah. Like getting, I, he's playing the game and, and look, I think that that's very clever. I'll give him I, that. Yeah, no, I I fully applaud his efforts. I oh, think yeah. if if any, if there's a way to take control of your destiny while you're under contract, Jamal, Jamal Adams has found it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, Tony, rest up, uh, keep up the physical therapy. Looking forward to seeing you back out on the link soon enough. All right, brother. Everybody, uh, be safe. We'll talk to you soon enough. This was the Seven Five Zero.